from Buenos Aires, and I say kill them all. And this is the Science Fiction Rating System. My name is Sam, and I'm joined by Alex. Hello. And Chris. Howdy-doody. And we are here, as ever, to rank every science fiction film ever made from one to infinity. We have 21 films in our list, and we're adding three more this week. Gentlemen, how are we doing this evening? Good. Yeah, really good. This was a really good week for me. I loved all strong. these Strong. Yeah? Really yeah. strong, yeah. Bug, so you see Bug Week. Bug Week always does it, doesn't infinity it? Infinity for it's insects on, on the big screen. Yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah, every... Bug Week rolls round and exactly. it's nice to celebrate some way, isn't it? And so this is probably uh, the one of the best. I, I remember the third annual Bug Week was good, but this this nineteenth is pretty strong. It's a it's strong a Bug Week. Strong Bug Week, yeah. 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 Ne- next year's got something to it hard has. to top, really, isn't it? But um, yeah. So um, we uh, before we get going, a little bit of housekeeping. Sciencefictionratingsystem.com is live. The website you can check the list out for real now. I've been saying it for weeks, but it's really there now. Just go and check it out. Um, we'll be changing our format a bit next week, but we'll discuss that a little bit more at the end. Um, and we've got and yeah, a growing audience, that, haven't we? You just told yeah, us. The, yes, we are. Uh, the, the people are listening, which is good. Uh, we had a bit of feedback from a few people who seem to be enjoying it. So great, it's all good. Um, the list is growing. There's no animation this week, so there'll be no <laughs> arguments. Hopefully, so yeah, I think we're all good. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So this week it is Bug Week. And we're discussing Starship Troopers, District 9, and The Fly. Um, is there any news, anything to mention before we start? Has anything big happened? What were you saying about Avatar, Chris? There's been a... Oh, they put back the four sequels to Avatar back until, God. I think, 2020 is the first one. Bloody hell. Uh, so that'll be 12 years after the... Yeah. No, 11 years after the but first four. one. And they're going to be shooting concurrently like they did the Lord of the Rings, I think. It's I mean, insane, isn't it? It sounds like a fucking yeah. nightmare. Who when asked last... for this? Who asked they're underwater as well. At least one of them's underwater. That's and under... cool, though. Okay. So, Is it um... going to link to the Abyss? Probably. <laughs> I hope so, like the Abyss. Yeah. Have either of you seen Avatar recently at all? Yeah. No. It's on telly every now and again. Is, does uh... it, is it all right? It looks like a video game a lot of the time, but I actually quite, I quite like the, I quite like the film and the themes mm. and. I'm looking forward sci-fi to ranking is good. it. It's good sci-fi. It's all the mm. all the stuff is good. Um, mm. um, except the the whole premise of uh, I just think it's a bit silly, like how you can get into a machine and control a a thing. A thing, yeah. Because mm. they haven't really said that there's also like telepathy going on. Or whatever it is that sends that information, they they don't even talk about that. But we'll get yeah. The two things I remember about it are the, you know, the, the start when um, he's like in that little pod thing. Yeah. And in three D, that looks incredible. Like yeah. all the pods going back. That's yeah, there's like you know, some floating water or something in front of him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three D was yeah. really good. When he's still on the ship, you mean? Yeah. 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 The science side of that film is really good, like how they explain it's like five light years away, but the ship can only go like 0.8 light years. So yeah. their time on board is like, it feels like a year. It's all done really well. It's like, yeah. it's, it's super cool. Hmm. Well, that's another episode anyway. Um, yeah. Scanner Darkly is coming out on Blu-ray, especially oh, yeah. <laughs> if people want to watch the worst film uh, worst science time. fiction <laughs> film of all time on Blu-ray, they can. It's coming out soon, so... 
as you said about Avatar, and so it applies here as well. Who asked for that? Who asked for the, <laughs> uh, the reissue Sky Darkly? Very yeah. strange. We won't be sending them a quote. No. <laughs> to no. go on the box. <laughs> and also, I suppose, the biggest sci-fi news was the, uh, the Last Jedi teaser trailer. Mm. We all it's seen a bit, that? It's a bit yeah. meh. bit what, sorry? It's a bit meh. I really liked it. Well, it looked pretty Did cool. You, have you seen it side-by-side side to the, uh, the teaser from uh, Force Awakens? No. It's... It's the same. It's the same <laughs> timing, and oh, wow. the composition of the shot is the same, and the and the, the what's in the shot is the same. Isn't it? The, they both start with the breathing, don't they? Yeah, it's yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. It works. Where's the like, where's there's a shot of like Vader's helmet, and then in this one, there's a shot of his crushed helmet. It's oh. like it's yeah. it's mirrored. <clears throat> So yeah, must be deliberate. They must be working towards something. I mean, that was a really good tra- that that teaser from Force Awakens. I remember that vividly when that that was a really good teaser. The, the Millennium yeah. Falcon diving. Yeah. I yeah. mean, because that oh. just went. Whoa! Yeah, no, what it was, it yeah. was the X wings along the. Water. Oh yeah, the water. Yeah. Oh. And they've oh, even boy. done a very similar thing in this one, haven't they? It's like composed yeah, it's scraping the, the yeah, yeah. Check it out yeah. side by side. I think you'll laugh. Well, I'll have a look. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, right. And also, I, I was going to say, did you see? Was it you know? Was there a backlash on like a a Coke or Pepsi ad with one of the? Was it one of the Kardashians? Uh, but oh, you sent that link. I didn't understand oh, what I was yeah. looking at. But what it was? It was. Yeah, but I think in in mainstream culture, there's been mm. a big backlash against some fucking bad advert. I'm just going to get it up now. And basically, someone had made a uh, "They Live" version of it. Again, basically, it just shows how consumerism. And basically mm. one of like the they live like creatures in black and white, you know, with like the skeleton face yeah. hands her the can of coke. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. You know, I didn't really understand what I was working at. Kendall Jenner's Pepsi <laughs> commercial, check it out. Yeah, basically it was because they were they made it look like she was one of the you know, the black women that stood against the riot police in the when there was riots oh, going on. Right. They oh, okay. they basically did a parody of that. And then but it's oh. people are going, this is complete bullshit because you're just selling Coke or Pepsi. Right, <clears throat> but, yeah. right I get it. Yeah. Cool. Okay, should we get to the films? Yeah. Go. First off this week is, from 1997, Paul Verhoeven's Starship Troopers. Uh, Chris, would you like to give us a little synopsis of this film? Yeah, Starship Troopers. This is, going into this, this is one of my favourites, actually. I quite like this film. And mm-hmm. on the face of it, it looks like like a bit of a stupid war film with where men and women are fighting large bugs on different planets. Um, but it's based on a, uh, a, a novel. Um, yeah. And it, but the themes which are... Uh, showed on on the film, you know, there's 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 a lot of it, a lot of it's very relevant now because there's there's like callbacks to modern advertising. Basically, the long and short of it is there's a a group of school kids. I guess they'd be like teenagers, but they they're in this fascist society where you have to join the the military if you want to become a citizen. They all go into the different branches of the military. So you, and then you basically see them go through this war. And we see, and that sort of goes in one direction or another, and basically they kind of come together at the end. But you kind of see all the different branches of the military and where they go and what this fight's about, and you sort of see how this future world is, how it plays out. It's, it's, a, 
um, you know, it's it's good fun. Um, but as I said, it shows like the. Um, it's quite a. It's a weird society that they're in, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It 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 there is a militaristic. There, it, it's kind of like maybe. It's got a bit of Nazi tones to the uniforms and oh, massively. It's a lot, like yeah, yeah. You kind of Especially wonder, well, the, maybe um, is this a post the Nazi Nazis have won the world World War Two type thing? But it's not. Yeah, no, it's uh, much more insidious than that. It's just and all like, the cast yeah. are very all the cast are models basically, aren't they? They're, yeah, they're good looking models. Yeah, um, there's a very soap star look to them, and uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's cool. I mean, everything about it, I love. I love the the. The spaceships, I think, are the best spaceships in sci-fi. I, I just love them, and the, the 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 effects are great. The stories it keeps moving, and they keep doing these little news stabs as we go through. Like it's, uh, um, and it's also shown in, in like an interactive way where you cl- sort of click on bits of the screen, and that again, that was sort of pre-interactive news. That's quite cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. The music's great. It's you know, with all these films tonight, I thought. They've actually, I don't know if it's about the bug thing, but there's there's little bits of intense gore in all, oh, yeah, in all three of them. Oh, yeah, loads of gore, yeah. Yeah. Um, the violence is pretty serious in this one. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I remember when I first saw it and I was like, what the hell am I watching? Should I be watching this? I think I was, a, I don't know how old it was. <laughs> I think um, we were 14 when it came out, 13 or 14. Yeah. Um, um, what do you guys yeah, think? okay. Oh, Neil uh, Patrick Harris is in it as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I love it as well. Um, I hadn't seen it in a while, uh, and I I was always aware it was a satire, but not as much as it played out this time for me. And it was all the better for it, really. Like it was, it reminded me a lot more of RoboCop, another Paul Verhoeven film mm. uh, this time around. A lot in the in the way of the the send up of a fascist society and sort of militarism and all that business. Um, and yeah, I think that like it just for a film on that scale to have its tongue so far in its cheek yeah. is sort of unprecedented in a way like yeah. it's it's played so straight um yeah. and i mean i don't know if you remember but i remember i used to read sfx magazine at the mm. time this came out as a teenager yeah. and it was savaged it was it was really really badly received mm. because it was a bit of a silly you know um schlocky sort of action film but like it was just missing the point and i think that it's more relevant now than ever. Like it does with the rise of like, you know, the right and, and, and Trump and the pen and all that. Mm. It, um, it's, it, it's, uh, showing the sort of the dangers of a, of a fascist society in a way that doesn't make you feel like you're being preached to, which, yeah. I, which yeah. I really appreciate. It, sort of, like, it kind of shows how you could slowly become that society. Like the Nazis totally, didn't yeah. have to win yeah. the war, yeah. but really they are, you could yeah. go in that direction quite quickly, couldn't you? Yeah. And how like it happens, how it happens with the majority of the population thinking this is brilliant, like for the rich kids who are, you know, becoming citizens or mummy and daddy let them come home and, and live on the ranch or whatever, it's great and it's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, it just, it just, I think it just, as I say, very tongue-in-cheek and I don't think anybody else could really get away with the film on that scale. Like Paul Verhoeven in the 90s was hot property, wasn't he, really? He'd yeah. got a, um, a lot of... Um, I think it would. Say what he I did. think it would suffer. I, it would suffer if the effects, like the bug effects and the aliens, if that was poor in any way. But I think it really stands up. Still, I think it's a really good quality. Yeah, the effects are brilliant. Film. Yeah, yeah. 
So, Alex, what um, what do you think about? No, uh, well, I, I've always liked it. I've always thought it was really good. I think um, I agree with everything you're saying. I think, in a way, it's almost its problem is it's almost too clever. Yeah. And I think maybe why it was savaged, why people didn't see it. It's like <clears throat> it's like like Blur's Girls and Boys, which is like it's supposed to be a joke about those people, and then those people embraced it. It's almost like yeah. It's almost like it comes. It's too, it, people didn't see what it was doing mm, yeah. because he does it so kind of cleverly and like you know reading. I mean, I hadn't. I mean, I've never read the um, Robert A. Heinlein book. I, didn't, I don't know the book at all. But you know, reading up on Paul Verhoeven, you know how it was made because it, it was only they only got the name because they were making a film that was pretty much the same as Starship Troopers. Yeah. Because mm. they, they had a story that was, and everyone was like, "Well, look, you're going to get." I guess they were like, "You're going to get sued because your story's yeah. pretty much yeah, the yeah. same." So you better buy the rights, so then yeah. you can. And and there's that great thing I read that he started reading Verhoeven, started reading the book, and just gave up because it was depressing and too fascist. Mm. And just said to his writer, "Look, you you read it. I can't be asked to read this, basically." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And like you say, him at that point, him like RoboCop is just so RoboCop is amazing and it just what it does is so amazing how how it it plays this game of just like giving you what you want but then really showing you mm. the other side of it and he does exactly the same here yeah and um what I think is really impressive with this is you know like the whole beginning like it's like 25 minutes it's just like a teen movie like they go yeah, to a yeah. prom there's a football game we there's miss. a silly Denise love Richards. triangle yeah Denise it's just well, like it's like the, it's kind of naff the the biggest nod to it being not just a straight up action flick is the fact that they do spend so long building up the teenage characters just to basically slaughter them and, and stab yeah. them and, and you know rip them apart and yeah that's the kind of bit that you know tips you off to hang on perhaps the yeah. art, this isn't as as implementary played straight as you think it is um, well he put he just all those things like the brilliant bit when um they go and sign up and the guy is like a triple amputee and he's like, oh, yeah. the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. infantry <laughs> yeah. made me the man yeah. I am today. It's it's really fucking dark. Like, it's yeah. jet yeah. black. Like, the, the comedy is so dark. And it... Or the bit with where they throw, where the guy throws a knife, the trainer throws a knife through the guy's oh, hand. Yes. Jake Booster. And it, yeah, and it's so brutal, but yeah. and it's funny, but it's also he's really showing you, look, this, you know, wars, you know, it's not, yeah. you know, it's, it's a horrible, brutal. So many characters get killed, you yeah. know, like you kind of know the three are going to make. There's been to a lot of amputees of used in the casting of that film, like yeah, 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 definitely. But <laughs> and, just and like. like um, to go after that knife sink thing as well, you know, and um, obviously the guy dies in the live fire exercise. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they and they do the whip, public whipping. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. All those shots, bright sunshine, you know, yeah. bright, yeah. brightly lit. It's all yeah. very like you know perfect and clean and yeah. you know not what you'd normally expect from that sort of uh, scene. No. It's like it's brilliant. Yeah. Really, and it's yeah. so great the way he just gets he gets Rico gets promoted, but he just gets promoted because everyone dies around everyone's him. He basically him, yeah. just survives. What he does. Is like he survives in war films? Yeah, exactly. But if you in that kind of teen movie, the, the, you mm. know, the setup it gives you. I think it's very similar to um, District Nine in that that the setup District Nine plays with you, plays with the documentary format. This kind of plays with this kind of teen movie. Like, yeah, let's go off and join the war. Like, yeah, it's going to yeah. be fun. It's an adventure. Yeah. And then it just throws all this other stuff at you sideways, and you're just in the middle. And the, the, yeah, the effects, I think, still held up. The battles are great. The, the I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, set the, pieces. The Klandathu drop thing yeah. with the fleet, oh, and then great. the drop, and then yeah, the fleet gets brilliant. smashed up. That's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, the I music what... on that bit is just fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can listen to that all day. 
Yeah, I, can't, I don't know how the book differs from the film as far as the intelligence of the bugs. I feel like in the film, in the book, they're more of a threat because right, okay. they're shown as more actual insects in the film. And well, that's, that's, the, I mean, that's a, the. I I like that they wait till halfway through, and there's just like a throwaway line by Denise Richards, isn't she? Where she says, "Oh, well, you know, the bugs didn't attack us until we started blowing yeah. up their planets." Yeah, and it's like sort of an afterthought, isn't it? And you're yeah. like, "Oh shit! Like we're the aggressive, we're the bad guys here. The bugs mm. are just defending themselves." You know. Yeah. Um, well, that's why I mean, like, because they don't seem like that much of a threat in the film. Really. Oh, they're not, are they? Yeah, no. I mean, had yeah it. Yeah, obviously you sort of have to let a lot of stuff go because there's no way that a bug could be able to shoot a spaceship out of the sky. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you know. So they throw yeah. that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Without, they throw those no, no, they're without science. They're, they're not a threat on purpose thing, aren't they? They're very like, they're the other, aren't they? They're like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. like um, a colonialism, you know, that we're, yeah. we're going into the other yeah. and we, we don't know. It's like, you know, tribes, want, things like that. We, we don't know what they like, do. They're very alien. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and they'll overwhelm us with numbers, but in the end, we'll we'll smash them down. It's that yeah. kind of yeah. thing, yeah. isn't it? Um, and all we want is like beach resorts on these planets. We don't yeah. want bugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it in the book? Don't they have big metal suits like in Edge of Tomorrow? Don't they? Yes, wear they do. Yeah. yeah, they have mech suits. Yeah. So, yeah. and obviously, yeah. I think he made the right decision making it real people because he then that links right back to it. You know, World War II. It, it makes it feel more militaristic more real i think if they're in big mech suits you probably would lose the human aspect of everyone dying like well they're really they're only like the ones that tom cruise had in the other one hmm. yeah, yeah. That, you know there's still people in them they're in the, sequel, what, I mean. the, the suits sorry they're in one of the sequels definitely yeah. the they're third in, one maybe yeah there's an animated series of this as well i'm sure there is i think i've seen it oh right uh, there's which, lots um, of sequels i'll come back to the sequels at the end because i want to say something about that but um Oh, I've got a point now. That's why I was to do that. <laughs> Someone told us, I think we were at school, Sam, and I think our history yeah. teacher told us that it was a a comment on Pearl Harbour. Right, okay. How, well, you know, they, yeah, yeah. How, how they hit Buenos Aires with, the, with yeah. the what's it, and then we, got all, then we go all out. Excessive force war, back. War, yeah. 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 I, oh yeah, because she says her awesome, isn't she, in the film? She says, "Yeah, she talk, Yeah, they talk about yeah. it. But it, there's a lot of like, I mean, you know, not that I want to bring it up. I don't want to bring up Ghost in the Shell. Uh, but there's there's quite a lot of heavy kind of political, social, philosophical things that they just throw in in those classes. In there, you know, especially the um, Michael Ironside character, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. him. You know, his philosophies, which I guess are ripped from the book. Um, yeah. His philosophy is, you know, power is force, and yeah. you know, yeah. civilians are Violence nothing. Violence is the is the yeah, ultimate. You, power. you have to go through the military to be allowed to vote, have a baby, yeah. Yeah. all these write a book, all this stuff. Like it is, they very cleverly bring that in and show you, and, and they make you it, you do think about it, but it's really cleverly like slipped in without you really noticing. Yeah, I think that's testament to the t- the casting. I think they did a really mm. good job with getting the kids right because it is all offset against the kids being yeah. kids yeah but like and they all sort of you know they're too perfect as chris said they're all like you know like blonde and beautiful and all this sort of yeah. stuff but they're all you know they're all like very relatable and very human in, in you know in a lot of ways and um jake boost's character is sort of just fantastic because you can't yeah. decide whether he's an idiot or not and sort of <laughs> i feel sorry for uh, him at the end because at the end he's still a private oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least he survives he's one of the yeah. few people that <laughs> gets to the end do you know uh, Jake Boosie learnt the violin for that film did he really yeah, yeah. he's a drummer that's a the electric violin oh. yeah yeah that but, weird uh, that's all bad yeah, no, yeah. 
It's a good. Uh, yeah, that is odd, isn't it? It's like he brings up the beers and then then the, the case. Just yeah, violin, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a massive flight case <laughs> with a football yeah. in it. Yeah, football on the violin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of the perfect role for those actors because, like, what's his name, Casper Van Dien. Dien, is it? Yeah. What else has he done? <laughs> he was in Sleepy Hollow. He was good in Sleepy Hollow. He's in Star- he's in the third Star Trek Troopers, isn't he? As well, yeah. Um, but I think I've seen that one. I haven't seen yeah. the second one. I haven't seen. Well, any yeah, I've seen the sequels. The, the second one, I, I have seen the second one. It's terrible because the second one basically misses the point of the first one, yeah. and it's just an action film right. um, without any of the the commentary and the social satire. I think right. in the third one they have flying suits and there's this kind of quasi-religious element to it about angels yeah. that was really odd. I remember I, watching it and just being like, "I don't, yeah, you've just missed, you've missed what this film was. What made well, these no, films I, good?" Gosh, so I really, I've not seen the third one, but I read a review. It's saying that that it it doubles down on the satire the third one does, but perhaps it doesn't. I, I want to watch it because it was saying that like it, it sort of um, follows on from the first one. in you know, making a lot of. I think they both suffer from their their visual effects significantly of mm. shit compared to the first yeah. one. There, oh, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They're, they're, really both, they're both to video, aren't they? The sequel, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, um, yeah one definitely. definitely was. Yeah, uh, and that. No, I mean, for it, go on. Considering that film's twenty years old, the effects are still. Well, no, there's no right. bit of them bugs coming. Like, shot, no shots of them bugs where you go. That's fake. It. They. I don't know what it. I think they're designed to. The, they're designed so they will. Uh, uh, roto in well I think that makes um, sense you know they're, they're, they're designed from the yeah. outset so they will composite yeah. it, it helps that, they're, very, they're, very that it's so bright that. as well isn't it it's so yeah. well lit and then when they go to the well, night I don't know. shots normally you can lose things in the darks and that they haven't done that you know mm, I suppose used, but like you don't you have to do all the shadows and stuff do you like, they're just like a big horde coming towards you I see you. what you mean yeah yeah, I always think that's yeah. where There's I think shadow. shadow technology is where like old films fall down isn't it that's where yeah. you or like I don't know what the word for it is but you know the the shading on a face, whatever they yeah. they stick out against the rest of the cast, don't they? It doesn't really happen. Mm. I mean, also they're not human, are they? So it's easier to make a yeah. To, to, to I mean, you kind of think like because there's a shot where like the the fighters come in and just bum the shit out of all these bugs. Yeah, and you just go, well, why don't they just like have attack helicopters and just do that? Why do why because are they walking they, around on the ground? Because they need to slaughter the the popular. They need a ground war. They need millions to die to reinforce the notion that of their own. You know, we, we need a military back. back and also, they yeah, they yeah. underestimate them completely. I mean, the Clendarthy yeah. thing is like um, it's very much like Edge of Tomorrow, isn't it? They completely underestimate that they're clever enough to have worked out. Yeah, you know, to milit- to to form properly and to to mass and attack, they just yeah. get it completely wrong, and then that's a whole brain bug thing, which is just yeah. gross. That brain bug is like the just this horriblest <laughs> it's thing in it. it yeah. It's mouth. Oh, it's just that. It's still. I remember thinking that was horrible the first time I saw it. It was just yeah. as horrible. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, the only bit that like I'd be a bit critical of is mm. I feel like they've cut they cut the middle of um, Neil Patrick Harris's story out. Yeah, like when he comes back as part of like their SS equivalent, whatever they yeah. call the psychic mm, thing, yeah. he's such like a you know a hard badass or whatever, and he's really like, oh, we've got to do it for yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the good of things. But you don't really see that progression. I know because he's off no. the world and there should like have that. been a little scene in the middle where he was sort of making a hard decision. You know, you see him in the like propaganda video, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just thought I'd like to see more from that angle of it. And well, I think maybe, there's, there's a bit yeah. more of a like the love triangle cut out as well between Rico. Denise yeah. Richards and that other guy. One. Well, I read that, that they did preview screenings and there was stuff that um, was cut out because they didn't... 
they didn't think it worked very well. Mainly, yeah, to do with Denise uh, Denise Richards' character and like kind of people reacted that thought she was a real bitch and how she reacted and stuff like that. Is, I, I mean, if you read up on it, there is things she's just they grinning like an idiot all the way through. Really, I mean, she just can't act, can she? But no. I mean, that is that's the perfect role for, isn't it? Like yeah. she's the airhead sort of. Yeah, yeah. but she's doing the hardest job in the whole. <laughs> She's supposed to be like fucking best pilot. Yeah, ends up as a captain but of a ship. But that's a commentary in itself, isn't yeah. it? Of that idea of like you know top grade dingbat. Yeah, it's just it's just <laughs> nonsense, isn't it? Like the whole thing's nonsense. Well, the way she steers the ship as well. That, I find that hilarious. That like you know she's got that little um, like control gear stick she's got, yeah, yeah. and she just does a little like turn. The ship like does like a one eighty turn. Oh, that's brilliant. Like, how are these slow moving things hitting duck. you? That's the best. That's brilliant. You know when she's backing yeah, out. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The music's great as well. Yeah, the music of that film is brilliant. Clendathy Drop is a fantastic piece of music. Yeah. Like, it's such a stirring sort of uh, mm. um, theme. And also, it doesn't really come into it until even halfway through the film, does it? You don't hear it until they do get to the no. planet, and then, then it no. keeps recurring after that. But, yeah, it's mm. a really good motif. Okay, I think... Anything more to say? I think we've covered that pretty much, haven't we? The helmets all, were used in the... Um, because I saw, oh, what, what is it? Oh, yeah, the Planet of the Apes. You know the uh, the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. So you know when uh, he gets back in the ship at the end, and then he turns up at on Earth, and then there's like police. We were like, oh yeah, yeah. You know he yeah. crashes oh. into the memorial, the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. Then police have got the same. About that film. Then, then police <laughs> have got the helmets from uh, from uh, the. The mobile infantry. That's a bit weird. Yeah, that's a bit weird. I think it was just a reha- It was just a reuse of a prop. You know. Um, you know what the weapon? Oh, I'll say that actually. I've got a, I've got a prop reuse in District Nine as well. But we'll say that yeah. when we get to that. Um, okay, shall we rank this film? Yes. Oh, I yes. think we're all pretty much uh, mm. positive on this. Um, yeah. Alex, do you want to go first? I would say six, so under Predator to above Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, Chris? I would go um, also six. No, I wouldn't. I'm going to take that back, cut that. Okay. I'll go uh, four, and I mean it. Okay, I'd go five. Yeah. I think it's better than Predator 2, but not as good as Ghost in the Shell. Okay. Yeah. So that's where it sits then. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it was easy. Yeah. <laughs> cool. It's a good start. Yeah, good film. Um, it's yeah, weird I'm, though I'm because it's not it, like the acting's not fantastic, is it? And as soon as like anything of a little bit sort of tense happens, the acting goes to pot. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, but that's again. That's why I think the casting's so yeah. good because it's it. That plays into it, doesn't it? It plays into the sort of melodrama of the of the the war being so ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, it's for you to see how serious it is. They, the characters don't take it seriously at all. It's yeah. just like a spring break, isn't it? You know, yeah. like it's to them, it's just this kind of like yeah. it's fun, it's entertaining fun, and it's it's for you. Like I say, I think that's where maybe people got it wrong. Is that mm. people just watched it and went, "Yeah, this looks brilliant. I'd like to live there. That sounds great." You know, but, and also thought, "Well, they can't act." But yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they'd but probably doing really exactly well against... what he wanted. Verhoeven probably told them to do oh, it. Oh, totally. Way. Yeah, because like the awful over dramatic acting as they get ripped to shreds is such a brilliant juxtaposition, isn't it? Of like, yeah, you know, terrible acting with gruesome death is a good, <laughs> yeah. good combo. <laughs> it's just what you want to see. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, fantastic. So, our first film's done. Starship Troopers Scientific Improbability on that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a little... There's a, They talk about where their planet is, the, bu- the bugs, and where ours is. And they're, like, opposite yeah. sides of the galaxy. Yeah. And that would be, like... Take a while to get there. 50,000 light years. <laughs> yeah. Now, I assume they travel faster than they do in Star Trek, because that would be, like, 100 years in Star Trek to travel that far. But... <laughs> Do they go into how they're travelling? Well, they've got that like they've got that warp drive thing, don't they? The ships do. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is they they they're throwing these asteroids at planet Earth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And they're not travelling anywhere near what they need yeah. to be to get also, there. Also, why not just shoot in them out a the billion sky? years? Well, they do, but yeah, yeah they why don't they shoot them one. out? The well, sky. well, no, because they actually because they want they want Buenos Aires to blow up, don't they? That's what I think. Oh yeah, you're thinking better. propaganda. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they did it. Maybe the bugs didn't even throw the asteroid. How do you aim? Yeah. How do you aim an asteroid <laughs> across the, the galaxy, galaxy yeah. at a city? <laughs> oh. Those bugs are really clever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> that it's Buenos Aires, though, isn't it? Out of all the places it could be, like at where the where the film's based. Yeah, I always wonder about that. Is I, that to I, do with the book? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. I is think it like it a is. future Latino superpower idea? You know, like how they're the, they're the building superpowers at the moment, aren't they? South America. I, I thought it was either that or a comment on sort of globalization and the fact that, yeah. like, in the future, we'll all just be American and everyone. Well, see, that's like, what. See, that's funny. That's like what Casper. Yeah, yeah, when people had a go at Casper Van Dien for like playing, yeah, like pl- how can you be white and play that character? That's exactly his answer. Was that. Mm. Um, we're in this world where everyone has just kind of homogenised and just become white, oh, yeah. right. which is a really yeah. good answer. Like, so, yeah, you know, that's. Yeah. I think that's actually... There are some of the races that's... in the... I, th- I thought that at first, yeah. but there are some of the races in the, like, in the dropship with yeah. them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy at uh, the Y, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Isn't he? Yeah. Um, there's, a, the guy, there's a guy out of uh, Breaking Bad in it as well. Yes, Hank is yeah. the... Uh, He's the general, isn't he? Major, yeah. or whatever. there's a lot of characters like that come up. Yeah. Who you know the woman, the the captain of the ship Denise Richards is on. What's yeah. she in? Because I know I don't know her as well. But she's dodgy, isn't it? She is abandoned ship. No, I will tell you what. I'll... <laughs> she gets uh, killed in the door, doesn't she? That's yeah, a yeah. She good does. Death. Yeah, it's a good death. It's a good one. It's like um, we're going to break. Used up every sort of way of killing someone. It's <laughs> <laughs> running out. You die in the door. Goodbye. <laughs> Okay, that's the first film. We're going to go for a break and then we'll return with District 9. second film of the evening uh, this is District 9 who, who is the what was the captain from you said you'd tell us oh yes she was in uh, Seinfeld there you go the latest series of Seinfeld um, not for many episodes but a few yes District 9 from 2009 directed by Neil Blomkamp uh, who did Elysium which was bad Chappie oh I liked Chappie Elysium. which was bad um, like this was his first feature. Um, before this, though, he was working on a Halo yeah. um, thing, and all the guns in this are actually Halo guns. 
oh. just repurposed. That was my little plot, my little prop oh. thing I was going to say before. Are they yeah. in Halo? Just, or just repurposed just yeah, no, yeah they're, 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 they're the Halo designs. You never actually made the film, um, so you just use them in this. So yeah, District Nine. Uh, this is it's got bugs in it again. In this case, the bugs have come from outer space in a big ship that has landed. Well, not landed, has hovered above. Uh, they're more sentient, aren't they? These bugs. They're more. Yeah. So they've like they're up there and then they land. Well, no, they actually they get sort of forced down, and it turns out that they're kind of the underclass of that race and the. The brains have deserted them, and they are moving to slums, and sort of treated nastily by the humans. And the film sort of picks up the story of I forgot his name, Wickus. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Wickus, uh, who is sort of he's just like a bureaucratic busybody who is set up as the face of uh, the eviction campaign to get the bugs out of District Nine and into District Ten, which is a new. Um, camp further away but predictably it all goes wrong and uh, Vickers becomes part bug and nicely bridging between Starship Troopers and the fly really he becomes part part bug Mm. his nails fall off and there's also a big sort of fascist racist thing thing these fit very well together bug week is as I say bug week has been a we nailed it I'll tell you this is So yeah, so the bugs, uh, it all goes wrong. The government get out, get out to get him and he try, he's trying to get a bug off the planet basically to go and get help for the bugs is sort of the thing. And it all goes mm. a bit crazy. Um, so this film is an odd one for me. Um, Did you see the I short? Remembered... Sorry? Did you see the short that he made before he got the money for Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, see, I like that. I like, his, I like his visual style. Like That's what I like about this film. I like the look of it. I like... The way the you know the documentary style of stuff and the way it does the aliens things like that, I don't think much of the story or of like where it goes. I don't. I, I, the last second half of this film was just dull as fuck for me. It really was, and I remember enjoying it more at the cinema. But I think it's because it mm. was quite new that style of how it was record, how it's done. Yeah, how yeah. you know, seeing like very realistic looking, obviously computer generated characters. You know, mm. interacting with people and stuff like that. Mm. I think the the strongest bit of the film is the start with when he's going around like filming the documentary and evicting them, and he's sort of being a bit of a twat, really. Well, I find his Adley think, being really poor, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he's well, he's a bad actor, isn't he? Like yeah, he's yeah. not a very good he's actor at all. Oh, I think he's good in it. Oh no, I disagree. No. But I, I think he's good at that first bit, and I think I, he reminds me a lot of uh, Murray off like the Concords that first bit. Yes, I think <laughs> yeah. he just he just can't carry the drama in the second bit. No. And just, I just think the story is no good. The conspiracies are sort of just weak and rubbish. The fights don't really work. There's, you start to see the constraints of the budget and the fact they keep coming out to the same places, and it becomes very, it becomes very small in a way that I think the story, the plot, the way the plot goes, needed a bigger budget. It needs to become bigger. It doesn't seem to like they don't seem to mesh in a way. See what I mean? Like it didn't work for me anyway. So I was quite disappointed because I remembered enjoying it a lot more. And to be honest, I was. It's like you know, it needed a whole new see. gear at the end, really, didn't it? It needed, like, the ship to come alive and, you know, yeah. maybe a whole new bunch of aliens to turn up. or You know what I mean? It needed, like, it, it an needed extra... needed something. Or, or a more convincing yeah. um, government conspiracy, yeah. more wide-reaching or something like that, or something mm. more happening. But anyway, uh, who should go to Alex? What did you think of District 9? Well, I disagree with you completely i think um i think i don't think he's a great director i think he's i think this is a really good film i think 
this treatment of aliens, you know, it's quite a lot like Alien Nation or like V as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think this just to do this is the idea. You know, they're not they're not evil. They're not going to eat us all, or they're not our saviors. They're basically just refugees. And yeah. I think that just that idea alone is good enough to me to hang the rest of it on. I right. think it's I think it's solid enough for I mean it is a long film but I think it's solid enough. And what I like is how like Starship Troopers it kind of uses this the documentary stuff and all this kind of found footage style and it kind of gives you that language that you really recognize and you buy into the world really yeah. quickly really you eat it all up because you just kind of yeah I get this I understand it and mm. you kind of take it all and then I think I disagree I think the shift happens and it almost when he starts Transforming and there's all the stuff with Christopher Johnson, the alien, the scientist alien. I think it then kind of gives you this cathartic kind of, you know, there's so many horrible characters, there's so many arseholes in this film. And when he gets in that mech suit and he's just blasting the shit out of the Nigerians and just killing people, it just, to me, it's a big enough cathartic release that I mm. think it works, you know? Right. And I didn't, I, did, I think it's a good enough ending that, you know, Christopher Johnson gets away. And it's it's a downer ending, but I don't really think it should have had. I didn't think it could have had a bigger or better ending than that. I think it needs us mm. because it's a real story. It's trying to say it really is trying to you know less, much less subtly than Starship Troopers. It is just saying, look, this is apartheid. This is xenophobia. Yeah. This is this is what we're doing as humans. Look what arseholes we are. <laughs> but we're doing it. We're not just doing it to aliens that look like prawns. We're actually doing it to people that look like us, basically. So we haven't even got the excuse of that they're aliens. Did you find the portrayal of the Nigerians slightly troubling, though, in that respect? No. I don't have a problem with that, because I don't think... I, I, so I read up on that, and it's kind of you know it's kind of ironic that a film about racism, people then you know, banned in Nigeria because they said it's so racist. Yeah. Um, but the lead actor said he didn't. The guy that played that, um, uh, the 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 head of the of the gang, he didn't find it offensive as an actor yeah. portraying that character, which is important if you're making a film. Hmm. And I just. No, I thought it was interesting. I think, but, but you know, did 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 Mexicans or Jamaicans ban Predator Two? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's more like just obviously like the the history of Johannesburg and South Africa, isn't it? That's what sort of plays into the why portraying the Nigerians is perhaps a bit troubling because you know it's sort of. Well, it is demonising them, isn't it? Like they are, they're they're not in any way good guys, and they're sort of you know doing all their shame and stuff and treated as a bit silly, really, aren't they? And it's just a bit. And I don't want to get caught up on that because it's not. I'm not that. I just thought it was just a, it's just an odd thing. It's for me. yeah. It's it, it, it kind of strange. he must be he must be pissed off. I mean Neil Blomkamp must be pissed off with that because he yeah he tries to make mm. his big point and yeah he's kind of yeah I can I can see yeah, it. I can I, see I, the I, problem I, with it. But... I don't doubt that I don't I don't think he's racist and I don't doubt that you're that you're correct and that it is just he, that you know that he, that that's a uh, uh, an idea he's had just that, that sounds cool and it is cool. Yeah, I think yeah. that just. Someone should have said to him, "Are you sure about this?" Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, Chris, what do you think of uh, District Nine? I like it. I mean, I, I'm not. I, I think it's a, a personal small story. I don't. It probably doesn't actually have to be that big, to be honest. I don't. I'm, I'm fine with it being in and around the same environment all the way through the film, and mm-hmm. um, because it is just about that one guy, isn't it? But I, I am. Troubled. It is, but it. Go on. Go on. Sorry, no, go on. Well, I'm troubled by his acting ability. Uh, I like mm. the, uh, I like all the weapons though. They're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely the look of it's good. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm not opposed to a small story, but I just don't think there's enough story there, even for a small story. I don't think enough happens or hangs together well enough. It just yeah. well, they keep flicking I, back I, to his I, wife, don't they, and all that sort of stuff. But she's not actually in it. All, it's just like a shot of her looking at a photo. Yeah, mm. and all the talking head stuff, like mm. the acting's terrible in all of that, like mock documentary yeah. stuff yeah. as well. It, it really, yeah. it just seems cheap. I mean, I don't know if it's the it, accent do, actually. Like, because well, maybe it, I don't it know. might be difficult I, to measure whether they're good or not. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but to Alex, to your point about uh, you know the idea of basically using them as like refugees and stuff like that, yeah. I think it is. A, I think the premise is really, really strong, and I do. And that's why I like the start of the film. And I think it's a really clever way of doing it. I just I think that it is like it is kind of a short, which is what it was, you know. <laughs> and mm. it kind of makes sense mm. to me that like you can see it in the sense that like yeah, walking around this alien ghetto and seeing them like doing this and that, and you know like they eat cat food and all these little things. It's lovely, but I just don't. The prostitution I don't buy into I had or... a, was a bit weird, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, how does that work? Odd. And also the bit I where he's like killing their babies as well. It's oh, just, it seems it's yeah, got it's like huge yeah. extremes in it and it it's it, it's played like a joke. Like they talk about all oh, they're having fun or they sometimes like to start fights. They like actually kill people. Like Yeah. Mm. The the comedy was really weird there, like because it was such a sort of an office style, wasn't it? Fake yeah. documentary. And it was kind of like he's been a bit jokey rubbish and then yeah. he just like mass kills he babies. Went on and on about it as well. He goes, Oh the popping Yeah. It's like And oh. then but but then like I think that goes Obviously, they tried to redeem him then, but I think they've gone too far there. Especially <laughs> when you see like one of the little ones, and are actually quite cute, aren't they? Little, the little one. Yeah, um, he does go through. I mean, they, the, he does go through pretty extreme torture to get to, for them, like how they're torturing him to make him fire the weapons and then killing things, like mm. kill, blowing up the cow and then killing an alien. Mm. I mean, I think he, his his arc is is believable, and that yeah, he's an arsehole. But it's that kind of. I think he's good because it's that kind of institutional racism they're all just racist because everyone's just yeah, like well yeah. they're just prawns yeah. they're not even they're not it's it, again the same as starship troopers they completely underestimate them they just say they don't know anything about them they, there's never doesn't seem to be any kind of point where anyone's tried to talk to them or mm. like work out who they really are like you say they say they're the underclass but then what's christopher johnson how come he is a scientist how does he know all the stuff he knows yeah so i think again they're underestimating it's just it plays with the idea that that we probably humanity probably would be racist like that towards an entire species we didn't understand. The same like in V, you know, we we're all suspicious of them. Like we, you would be suspicious of just these aliens turning up, you know? Because why would I don't think it's that believable how they'd just be left in a shanty town like that as well? Like. I don't what think. Is, what would they do with them, though? What are they supposed I, to do? I with think, them? They can't do anything think, for themselves. I think, can think they? we'd try and wipe them out. I don't. I don't think it would be like. No, I think in I think in realism, I think it would be more. It would be more extreme than that. No, I don't think it would. I think, I think that's. I mean, the clever thing about that film is that it doesn't make them the aggressor, and so therefore the ghetto makes sense because you can't justify wiping out the aliens unless they are actually attacking you. Yeah, they're not. The film sets it up really well that, like, yeah. you know, because they, they say they derail like, a train or something like that, and they think that's yeah, yeah. fun to them. But, you know, they're obviously realising that's not how you have fun. They're not doing it all the time and stuff like yeah. that. There's not. Yeah, uh, yeah. They are just different. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one. It's a, it's a strange, strange film. Um, <laughs> I don't know what more to say. I, about it's interesting it, really. from a filmmaking perspective because you can see, like, there's a certain world there which already exists. 
the location already exists. Everything is there. It's just all he's yeah. doing is put a floating ship above it, and then yeah. these are the th- third-party CG elements to make yeah. a film, like a completely out-of-this-world film, and I think that's quite clever. Uh, you know. Yeah, no, the, look, the look is fantastic, and that is that is its strong suit, definitely. Yeah. I mean, all his yeah. films, Elysium as well. I think Elysium is a lot worse than this. I hate that film, but I think the look of that as well is also... He's got a good eye for tech, hasn't he? He makes some good stuff. Mm. And also Shantytown um, is just like a, you know, one of his going concerns visually, isn't it? It's just, it's just there. Yeah. It's cool. Mm. Any more to add? Have either you, of you been to South I'm, Africa? No. no. Yeah. I have. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I don't know why I brought that up. <laughs> just showing off. <laughs> I've not been to jo- uh, Johannesburg though. Yeah. Oh, that's um, uh, like another sort of uh, interesting location to go to. If it's uh, anything like that, there's not there's not really an alien shanty town there. Oh, I'm sure there's real shanty. <laughs> I'm sure there's real shanty towns though. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, should we rank it? Not much more to say, is there really? I don't think. Nah. No. no, not really. I mean, it's, it's, I'm glad we've done it because I think it does something completely different to the lot of the other films on this list. Yeah, that's, that's a positive. Yeah, yeah. Right, Chris, do you want to go first this time then? Yes. Um, I will put it at uh, 11. Uh, 15 for me. Well, I'd say 7. 7? Yep. I think, see, this is where we go back to why I put Silent Running so high. I think it's an important film, and I think what it's got to say is different to anything else. So that's why I think it should be higher up. See, but I think that it squanders that so much. But no, nothing else, unless we, like, hopefully we'll do Alienation, and then that can go higher, hopefully. It's at 11. We're not doing the average thing this week, are we? We're doing a dis- oh. we're discussing. Oh, yeah. okay then. Sam's going to argue us round. <laughs> <laughs> we're having fights over it this week instead. Of Sam's using block. his Neil Patrick Harris, Harris powers to uh, mind <laughs> mind fuck us. <laughs> no, I, I think just... it's important. I think it's really well done. I think the effects are brilliant. I think it has got problems to it. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I just think it's an important film, and what it's saying is really interesting and it makes you think and how he's using aliens is dif- different from a lot of other other films out there so, yeah, and that should be rewarded that creativity as well exactly it is really unique it's creative it's unique you know but not very good but those things are important mm, I don't know I feel like someone's going to come along and make that film again make a different version of that film that's going to be mind blowing and I think you know, one day there will be a good film that does that, but it isn't that film. That's what I think. Um, what was your, what did you say, Chris? You said ele- uh, eleven. What did you say? Eleven. Where's eleven then? That's that is above Silent Running and below Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. Mm. It's not better than They Live. That's insane. It's insane. It's, it's, it's not better film. than Independence Day. No, it's not. No, I put it below Independence Day. Yeah. But so it's going lower it is, now. It is better than all them other things. <laughs> I I just do it like I I move it to where it's it's more. You know, it's it's the lesser of two evils. So I've moved it above some pretty pedestrian on, so, films. I think. But but 
Where, where would you really put it then? No, that's where I want it. That's where it's. That's where okay. it goes. So you want it? You'd say it's above kidding. Silent Running. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, I'll take that. I'll take it. Well, I don't think I will. It's too high. <laughs> well, it's two to much. one. So <laughs> you better do some arguing. <laughs> <laughs> you better do some convincing. All right, I'll go back to the they live. Are you sure it's better than they live? Argument. I think it's better. Yeah, no, I, I like they live a lot, but I, but yeah, I just think I just think what it does is so interesting. I just yeah, I'm sick of with that. That's I just think it's a really interesting. It's original. Yeah, the, you know, I didn't think I think his acting's pretty good. I think all the the the, the design of like the robot where it, it's fitted to look like kind of the prawns. I think all that. Yeah, the guns, all the stuff in there, the documentary style. You know, the use of that stuff. Yeah, in, yeah. In his films, like he uses all the same things, and he just like tells a different story with all the same props, doesn't he? Yeah, like, I haven't seen the same, these other two. Like Elysium's got the same guns, the same, and droid, he's got the same droids as Chappie, more or less. It's like yeah, I haven't yeah, seen them. He's definitely got a look. I heard neither were very good. Elysium is awful. I like Elysium. Absolutely awful. Um. All right, let's go. Eleven. Well, unless you I mean, can argue, try and argue. Well, no, no, because I can't because it is Where better than Silent say? Running. Where did Sam say? I said, uh, I said fifteen. Then I changed it to sixteen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sorry, actually, no, seventeen. I think I don't think it's yeah, Independence Day. Because I'm watching Independence Day again. Yeah, yeah. No, it's better Edge of Tomorrow. It's it, it's it feels very similar to Edge of Tomorrow to me. That kind of it's an all right film, but eh. yeah, yeah. But I think it's better than Silent Running. <laughs> it's a list of work, isn't it? This is the problem with the list. It's going to slowly fragment, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's gone mad. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, it's just 11 to, then. To chaos. 11. Alex isn't for budging, so. Yeah, no. Um, um, yeah. What did you say? Sorry, Sam, what did you say? Like, uh, okay. Me, I, I said like, like 16, 17, around that sort of area. It's better than Independence Day. It's better than Edge of Tomorrow. It's not oh, sorry, it's better than, than Inner Space. Day. It's better than Edge of, Edge of Tomorrow. It's not better than It's Independence definitely better than Edge of Tomorrow. I'm not sure about Independence Day. Uh, Actually, I, I'd, 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 I'd be turned to, say, 17. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? But for what reason? Because he loves Independence Day. <laughs> Um, I've invoked you know, the, the Independence Day rule. Oh, I've gone to the, the last play in the playbook, which is mentioned Independence Day. <laughs> That's the nuclear oh. option. Yeah, I've yeah. pressed that button. Like Bill Pullman. I don't really? want to upset but Alex, though. It's really going to fall that far down. Like, Well, OK, so we're both saying 17. What did you say, Alex? You said... Well, you I've said already six. compromised. Six. I've already put it... Well, no, but I've already compromised to have it above Silent Running. So yeah, I've already compromised to go it lower yeah, he's moved I think, than I think it should be. I I've think, already moved. I think should, what about 15? What's that under then? Below They Live and above Paprika. <sighs> All right, because I like They Live. Right, okay. fine, do it. Hooray! Do it, but just to move forwards. <laughs> and listen, it's no, not this my is favorite, total chaos now. This, this it's list a war of attrition. Complete chaos. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's good, though. This is, what, this is the plan all along. Uh, Imagine episode 100. <laughs> when, there's, when there's 300 films and, will it be right 300 films no. there's two district right? nines on this list now oh yeah <laughs> right well, that was a bit more interesting that time so after some uh, after an about face from Chris um, it slots in at number 14 <sighs> below they live uh, fair enough really fucking prawns 
Correct. <laughs> All right, that leaves one more film, The Fly. We'll be back with that in a few minutes. Well, like 30 seconds, actually, but... With our third and final film of the day. 1986, it's David Cronenberg's The Fly. Alex, okay. what's, what's the word? So, remember, sit back, relax. This is a professional uh, <laughs> getting ready. Uh, based on the short story by George Leglian, I don't, can't say that, from 1957 and the 1958 movie, both of the same name. Uh, in Cronenberg's version, Jeff Goldblum plays Seth Brundle, a brilliant scientist working on a teleportation device which can move inanimate objects from one place to another but destroys any living matter put into it, including a baboon, which it turns inside out. Frustrated by the setbacks, it's only when he meets journalist Veronica Ronnie Quaife, Gina Davis, who writes for a science journal Particle magazine run by ex-lover lover Stathis, that he cracks the code to transporting living, living tissue, a revelation brought about when he starts a passionate relationship with Ronnie. Without testing his machine properly, he goes for himself in a fit of drunken, jealous rage when Veronica abandons him rather than celebrating his triumph. However, he is not alone in the telepod. And when he emerges, his body has been transformed by the device, merging his device and a flies on a cellular level. <gasps> which which you would get by the fact it's called the fly. So, you know. Spoilers. Um, I'd call well, it fly man. Fly man. Well, yeah. Um, they, should have, they should have called it. What's he, what does he call himself? The Brundle fly. Brundle fly. Brundle fly. Brundle fly. <laughs> Brundle fly. That would have been a much better name. Yeah. And the Brundle fly. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love this film. I think it's brilliant. Um, I think David Cronenberg's brilliant. Um, and I think I remember liking it when I saw it and just how disgusting it was. But watching it again, I was just impressed by how, just how tight it is, just how it's a, quite a short film, but mm. he gets through so much so quickly. Like, mm. the, the ideas that he puts in, you know, how he brings in, you know, he's such a... He's such a, an amazing director, and you know he has these real uh, kind of themes through all his work—the kind of body horror and the kind of merging of machine and well, kind of flesh and technology—and he brings all these into the fly, plus a whole load of other stuff, plus the fact that it's like a great monster film, um, and it's just a bit of everything. And I think um, it's a brilliant film, and I think Jeff Goldblum is probably his best performance. I think I would say Jurassic Park. Mm. I just think he's up there, though. He's really yeah, good in it. He's he really does. Good he good just it. goes through so many. It's a pleasure to watch. Yeah, he goes yeah, through he so is. many incarnations of that character. He could be I mean, reading they... the phone book, and you'd just be sat there going, "That's, That's true. great." Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. But he really—I mean, think considering he's acting through tons of makeup. I mean, like yeah. you know, like five hours worth. I'm pretty of sure he's not acting. Makeup. I'm pretty sure he's just playing Jeff Goldblum. But go on. 
No, he's not though, is he? That's the thing. <laughs> no, like, when, it comes, he, when it comes yeah, to fly, yeah, like it's one. That's it's one of the. I've got that on my note. It's one of the few roles where yeah. he isn't Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Yeah, 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 the yeah. second half of that film, exactly. He, he could be anyone, couldn't he? He, yeah. he plays it really well. The, the yeah. transformation, I think. Yeah. yeah. No, I think so, and I think it. it He's pushed it, it. It Cronenberg pushes him as an actor. Yeah. I think other people would have let. Well, he, he, I read he, he, the 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 production company didn't want him at all. They weren't very happy with him being cast. Um, or Gina Davis, who he was going out with at the time. So that's a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I think he, he Cronenberg pushes him and gets a much better performance out of him because he pushes him and says, you know, you've got to make this character mm. believable and likable, um, and uh, you know. District 9, Wickers has the same transformation, but he just goes from an arsehole to being, like, a nice person. But with this, Goldblum goes through... Be, he's, like, nice to being an arsehole, to being, like, nice again, to being hor- horrible. You know, like, he, he it's constantly changing. You don't... Yeah, you don't yeah. really even... He doesn't understand it, and you don't understand it. And that's almost more realistic, because it's not an understandable thing to happen to someone, to be merged with a fly. I love the speech when um, when she comes back the one time and he's he's saying like oh I've got Messiah complex and I don't, don't know about insect politics and all this sort of oh, stuff. Yeah, he's going yeah. oh I, I, you need to leave because I can't trust myself. And he, he goes yeah. through like you can you can see you know the, the his brain falling apart. Can't you really, really mm. well there? It's a really mm. cleverly written piece mm. of thing and it's performed brilliantly. Yeah, well, Cronenberg wrote. I mean, it was written by the, the original treatment was another writer and Cronenberg pretty much came in and. And just rewrote it. He said, I'll do it. He was doing Total Recall, weirdly, yeah. before this, yeah. uh, which would have been insane. But he came in and said, I'll do it, but I want to rewrite it. And he pretty much made it what it what it was. Uh, but nicely, he still credited the original the original writer. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think it is him. It is him. It's Cronenberg putting forward his beliefs, his ideas, his his science fiction, you know, his yeah. interests. Oh, it's Cronenberg yeah. through and through, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But very commercial. Um, it's quite a commercial film, really. Yeah. Uh, it's quite Chris, simple, though, isn't it? The fly? I, I like how mm. it's kind of like a little... It's very simple in its setting. There's probably only a couple of settings, and yeah. they go There's walk only about really three around characters. town. Yeah. I mean, it's like they shot it in one room, and then they did a couple of days around town. Uh, but mm. it's cool how it's just like a character study just of him, and then all this different prosthetic sort of changes through the film. That's great. Um, the it's a bit unbelievable how there's two women in the film that go back to his creepy fucking like <laughs> warehouse where he lives. I, I thought that, yeah. <laughs> He's so it's Jeff Goldblum. He's so charismatic. Yeah, it's Jeff Goldblum. I'd yeah. go back there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny again. Like I've said before, like films of the eighties, how there's a kind of a misunderstanding of what computers do and how they work. Um, well, it's just a. Um, it's they're trying to guess the future, aren't they? Yeah, that's what they're trying yeah, to they do. Are. It just but I think yet, if they like, had anyone obviously... involved who had any sort of computer science savvy, it, it wouldn't be portrayed how it was. I think it was done poorly, like how. No, but I think that. The thing is, though, I think in the eighties, because computers weren't so ubiquitous, it didn't matter because people didn't know, yeah, did they? Exactly. So, like yeah. looking back now from here, obviously you go, "Oh, this is just stupid." But at the yeah. time, there was no call for it because it was like, "Oh." This yeah. is a futuristic film. Computer can do whatever you want to do. Mm. So they were freer in a way, weren't they, than they are now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that considering she writes for a, a science magazine, uh, 
Yes. You think she'd have some sort of science savvy, but she doesn't she's like, she doesn't show any like real interest in the intricacies of how she's, this machine no. works. She just lolls yeah. around in her underwear. She's also like a pretty awful journalist in the way that she yeah. kind of he doesn't want to print the story. She's like, "Well, sorry, yeah. tough shit. I'm going to print it," and then sleeps with him. <laughs> yeah. like a day afterwards. So and she just videos him, doesn't she? She doesn't even really bother taking notes. She just films him a lot. <laughs> so is the flies in the capsule with him? Yeah. And the machine just looks at all the molecules and puts it them back together, right? Not in, really. In the... No. Yeah, it just this is it. Right? It's not things. logical. It's not logical. No, but the way the machine's working is it's like it's interpreting what's there and then making its version of it. Mm. Yeah. Which is it's why it's not facsimile, is it? That's that's a problem. It's like how it couldn't do the baboon and then he like went on his little dot matrix keyboard for a few hours and spoke to the computer and now it can suss out a baboon. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. They don't I mean that that is he doesn't Because it's a misunderstanding of computing. They, yeah. I think you've got to go, haven't you? Yeah, really? you do know, but I think they, I think it's you. You kind of he just says, doesn't he, that you've got to have like you've got he's got to make the computer like crave the flesh or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's, it's like very such vague and bullshit, isn't it? I think yeah. that's. I mean, that the fifties version, the roots of that. Are there. Yeah, I think. I mean, to get to, well, I, I also really like it. Um, and I think no, what was, lot, what I meant. Sorry, what I said before is if he had some undigested meat in his stomach and also what the fly had last eaten the computer would see the dna in that but no, as well but it wouldn't matter because the computer is not the computer isn't actually moving the dna is it it's re it's making a new human effect yeah yeah it's so, not actually it's not actually okay. teleport it's yeah. like building a new thing right. mm. okay. from what it was yeah. But does it does it look at the microbes that are living in his body, of which we are half of our cells are actually microbes of a different species but in no, a human doesn't. body? Does it doesn't. It doesn't. Does it? That's why the, the thing in the meat when it's a synthetic meat, it doesn't understand. Yeah, but then he, basically... then he did his then he did his magic on it. Yeah, so then he taught it what skin was and how to make yeah. a human be a human, whatever. I yeah, think, but the again, microbes. He die. He die. Yeah, it's the wrong film to be doing this. Yeah. But also, it would be a worse film if it spent ages Without explaining yeah. that. Yeah. Like it would film. just be really boring. Like you'd have half an hour in the middle where he teaches out a lot to program. Be just coding. Just him sitting coding for half yeah. an hour or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's like no. in Star Trek, right? If the if it pulls out everything when you transport anything which isn't human. Mm-hmm. You die because it would take out all the microbes and all the bacteria which <laughs> live in your Christ. blood, right? So anyway, uh, <laughs> see, I really liked it as well. Um, what was weird for me? Do either of you remember Movie Drome? Used to yes. be BBC Two oh, in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Alex Late Cox, oh, so, and then Mark Cousins. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the last time I saw the fly because. Mm. Like, it traumatised me, but I looked up the thing, and I was 13 when I saw it, which oh, was probably God. a bit young to watch yeah. it. So, watching it again, I was pleasantly surprised that it wasn't as gross as I remembered it. No. Um, it was weird gross. to me. It's still pretty gross, but, like, you know the bit when he has all the donuts and he's, he's filming yeah. how he eats things? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can see that, because they don't actually show it, do they? He cuts away. Oh, no, he does vomit on it. Oh, no, he doesn't eat they it back up, he vomits on it. it though, but you don't see it, though. You see him vomiting down onto it, but you don't see him sucking it. No, back only in. the first time. You don't when um, he's got the whole tray of them. You don't oh, see him vomiting. Okay, no. But in my mind, I remember that. Oh. Like I've, that's plagued me for, for twenty years, you know. <laughs> and, it, and, I, and I didn't even see it. It's really weird. But yeah, so it's a pleasant surprise that it wasn't as gross as I was expecting. And um, but still, obviously, 
really gross. Yeah, and I, st- vom- I still couldn't. Yeah, they cope. make up for it when he vomits on the guy's arm and his leg. Well, the bit with the nails are the bit that oh, I just can't cope with. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, that was gross in District Nine as well. But like, yeah. I just cannot. Nails are the thing I can't cope with. Um, but no, I really liked it. I liked how uh, with the soundtrack. And and with some of the scenes, really, it's got that kind of fifties horror roots to mm-hmm. it, hasn't it? Like it's very like dramatic and over the top in how it does a lot of the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, being this is disgusting body horror that's yeah. very much not a fifties thing. Um, and it is like you mentioned before; it's kind of just like a three act play with a few plays. Like it's so small. Mm. And I think what you said like was a really a really good point about it being like so tight, like and no time wasted. No. Like the way that like. She meets him at that party. That, that must be like two minutes of screen time, mustn't it? And all you, you, do, yeah. you get all you need to know. He's a scientist. He's a journalist. You've yeah, it's a it. brilliant Bam. opening. Yeah, it, it, and if yeah. you didn't know what type of film it was, I mean, okay, it's called The Fly. But if you didn't know, it could be any type of film. It could be a romantic comedy. It could be taking her home to kill her. Like he could be the fly already, and he might be eating her. Like you, yeah. you that opening it could be anything. And they almost they play with the. It plays with its own genre. Well, when really he's on the piano well. as well. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing his yeah. own soundtrack. Yeah. That's yeah. really clever as well. Yeah. Like, he's sort yeah. of. Uh, and also, yeah. I think, I mean, this and The Thing, I think that's two amazing directors who took classic horror films and they made them their own. And they are remakes. You've got This Is a Remake yeah, oh, of yeah. an earlier oh, film. the same and special effects department, people. Well, both, oh, I don't think so. Weirdly, the guy that did the effects for this, I think it got an Oscar maybe. But anyway, he's the one that directed uh, The Fly 2, which is oh, much, right. much, much more inferior to this. That's his son, isn't it, The Fly 2? Is that yeah. right? yeah. He survived, yeah, somehow he survived. But I also read David Cronenberg made an opera out of this. Did he? Yeah, yeah. so there you go. It's a bit weird. A bit weird. There's, a, there's, a, there's a comic as well that's The Fly 3, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, it's a it's a great film. Um, I like Gina Davis as well. I think she's really good in it. I think yeah. she's she's got... I don't. I think her role's the weakest of it. Th- I think really, in a way, I struggle with her role and the ex-boyfriend, because he's like... <laughs> It's very strangely aggressive, isn't he, at the mm. start? And then... Yeah. Uh, like another undeserved 118, sort of how he is at the end. Mm. My my favourite thing of that was I didn't notice was that when he's stalking her, he's driving in his car, which has a number plate that is particle. Yeah, particle, So it's yeah. like the worst piece <laughs> of stalking ever because they know yeah. it was his car. So, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But, I, yeah, I think it worked. I think because it's... It, because it moves so quick, you almost don't have time to think about those things. And yeah, yeah, oh, yeah she totally. isn't a very good scientist. She isn't a very good journalist. She's a bit silly, but she plays an important part. And you it are kind been... of rooting for her in the end. You do feel like it is a pretty horrible situation she's in. It would have been good, like when he goes through it right at the end. You know, that it get and it takes a bit of the metal from the oh from yeah the machine. If yeah. if what the computer really is doing is interpreting and not just taking. The material it'd yeah. be good if it came out as like a mecha fly like uh, <laughs> yeah, be good like, it, yeah. it, it's bulletproof <laughs> yeah yeah i think i love i love that end when he pops out like just mm. completely just wrecked and he holds the gun to his head but i read I as mean, well there were multiple endings for it loads and loads of endings that they did oh, test. Right. yeah yeah loads mm. like there's one where she has another dream sequence with the baby but it almost turns into a butterfly or something Mm-hmm. Yeah, really weird shit. They had some really weird shit for the ending, and then they, in the end, they just decided that. Oh, there's one where Gina Davis ends up with Stathis, which they thought was just a bit of a kind of fuck you to <laughs> to, to, yeah. to Brundle. It was a bit of a horrible. But yeah, no, I think they had trouble ending it. But in the end, they did get the right ending, which is just this kind of just it just stops. It just it? stops. Yeah, it's such a brilliant. Which is what you want. You, 
Yeah, I was so worried it was going to fade back up and like mm. you'd see like a, you know an ultrasound scan or something like that mm. of the, the kid. It was um, good. I think um, it, it really like it barrels towards the end in a way that like all those things about the characters being perhaps slightly weak don't matter because mm. once the transformation starts, they do a really good uh, like job of cutting away, don't they? And letting time yeah. pass. Mm. You know, in other scenes, so you're thinking, "Oh my god, what's happened to him?" Yeah. So the next, you know, that's that keeps you interested, doesn't it? Really. And there's loads the of phone. different. Yeah, when yeah, phone to any, yeah, when he rings her up, has changed, mm. and then yeah. <laughs> but there's all those different. There's like seven almost incarnations of him, like different. Like yeah. when he's got the two kind of walking six six, but kind of Michael Jackson, and he's just got really terrible skin. And there's the kind of like yeah, there's a, he just gets it's all the. <laughs> it's just it's it's very well thought out. They've the effects department's obviously really worked on well how do we move between, you know, this creature at the end and this person at the beginning? How do we get yeah. there? Yeah. You know? And the, the yeah. fact that it's practical is is much better than if it was, you know, a one later that dodgy film. scene where he jumps through the window and takes her from the gynecologist. I was just saying while you were that and I'm that looked a bit B, B movie that bit because you know when but, he like grabs her and he's in the suit and he walks back out it because yeah. he's in fully lit is obviously a suited man that yeah. looked a little bit B movie that bit I think that's almost a nod to the original like the 50 yeah, I felt I like that, that was well. a nod to the proper mm. horror yeah. you know like almost oh, like the kind of hunchback yeah, yeah. of Notre Dame I felt like, yeah. like how I felt totally, yeah. with District mm. 9 I think it's kind of at that point I was so with it that I was like yeah I'd buy this it's, whatever like especially with the way the score's hitting over that like really yeah. like dramatic sort of you know Hitchcock-esque over the yeah. top so I wonder um, whether it should have had like a bit of a mob scene like like Beauty and the Beast and Hunchback of Notre Dame where you know where it's being under siege you know that kind of that building that he lives in is is kind of under siege it's like it doesn't ramp up in scale at all it's really just them three characters in the same building at the end I, I think it's that's like, the beauty of it yeah, yeah I, I think, think yeah that's what's good about it well, I obviously think, you were going to say that <laughs> <laughs> I think that you're kind of um, you sort of feel I'd like a mob that, with burning torches at the door <laughs> I, th- I mean that would be cool <laughs> but I think that's why like you kind of you feel as vulnerable as Gina Davis in the sense mm. that it is just her and you know it's not going to go any further. It's, I don't know, it's got a real weird tension to it, hasn't it, that I yeah. think th- mm. that it's kept by it being so small scale. And I think, I agree with you, Chris, that like the bit when he goes to the window mm. and he's obviously got out of the complex there, mm. that, is the, that is the weakest bit because it is sort of... Like that's the like, scene he hasn't going... left the building at all, other than that one scene. Yeah, and he goes directly that's, back to it. That scene would go into a mob scene, wouldn't it? Like yeah. that that mm-hmm. film you write in there with a the mob scene is yeah. that fits there. It doesn't yeah. fit in this film where it's a much smaller sort of thing. Yeah. But um, but no, it's uh, I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I really thought it was uh, even despite being grossed out by it. I think it was a really good, <laughs> a good watch. Definitely, I actually um, couldn't remember it from when I watched seen it years ago because when she was having the dream sequence baby uh, and it yeah, was coming yeah. out of it. I couldn't remember what the fuck it was and then I realised it's a big maggot. But That's David Cronenberg in that bit. I thought He's it was going to be horrendous. I, I, I remembered like horrendous. literally all the gore, like the, the arm break, the, mm. the inside out gorilla and stuff like that. Mm. Everything is like seared into my brain <laughs> but, in my, but in my brain it's ten times worse than it is on the I I thought the his jaw came off in one bit but I can't... It does. Um, does it? Yeah, at the end. Yeah, I must have missed that bit. I know his whole face falls away and he becomes like, it shows no, his... No, before that, 
it's, it's like she, when she first goes up to him, isn't it? His jaw yeah. falls off. Yeah, right. yeah there is def- that shot's right. definitely in it. Yeah. And then, oh, that's it. It's when he grabs her, isn't it? It's the first thing that happens. And then as he yeah. walks back, more and more it falls away. Yeah. Um, I think as well, with that, with the models, they, it's a good decision to not show the actual fly for very long, isn't it, at the end? Like, they, they really like don't do much with it because obviously that's a bit more hard yeah. to pull obviously off yeah. not uh, capable of doing very much that yeah no. yeah totally and yeah. that's why it was all in one location because other, other than I mean just control wise I think it was yeah, yeah. more it's, you know easier to do yeah good film mm. good stuff it's been a good week really hasn't it it's yeah. really good well, best week films I okay film. best week for me best week where does it go though so I'll go first this time um Hmm, now let me think. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... Uh, seven or nine for me. Oh, okay. I can't decide. Uh, come back to me. Seven or nine. Um, Chris? Um... Yeah, I think that's sort of very... For me, Garden of the Galaxy is too high on this list for me. Um, so I have to take that into consideration. Um, yeah, I'd say seven. Alex? I'd say five. Not better than Starship Troopers. I think it is. Because I think that... I think the problem... I think Starship Troopers is great... Not but I think it's the, the other level of Starship Troopers I had to kind of like I didn't get that until I read a lot about it whereas I get everything with the fly and I think yeah. it's uh, yeah I think it's a great director kind of you know playing with yeah. horror playing it's almost like fiction. a bit of a like a drama drama sort of it could be it could work on stage couldn't it the fly? yeah Oh yeah, yeah, I think definitely. he could do a play yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah, just have to have really good effects. Well, didn't he say he did an opera, didn't he? So that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Weirdly, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. trying to think of an opera, like a music pun, which an insect music pun, but I can't think of one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it is better than Predator Two. Is it better than Starship Troopers? I don't think it is. Because seven, like, I didn't have to read about Starship Troopers to get all that. Like it does a lot. No. There's a lot more to get in Starship Troopers than this. Like, I, and I understand that's a weakness as well as a strength. But for me, I've got more reason to rewatch Starship Troopers than I have. Yeah. I just love spaceships and stuff as well. And, and I love spaceships. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like being grossed out. Okay, so it goes under Starship Troopers. I'm happy with that. Should we go six? Then is six. that a, I think we can six? Six is that, fine. Yeah, yeah, six is fine. Mm. Cool. Defeated again. <laughs> I'd like to make a film like that there. though. Yeah. I'd like to make a film like that because it really focuses on the performance. It's single location, super basic in a lot of ways. Yeah. But it's just, you just need a cracking lead, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And amazing effects. Not really amazing effects. You know, it, they do the job. Mm. Yeah, it's the performance that, I mean, because it's a rubber suit, isn't it? And you can yeah. see it a lot of times as a rubber suit, but because of how well it's played, you, you just yeah. buy into it, don't you? Mm. So, I think that the script as well, it's like, there's an economy to it that mm. definitely helps mm. in that, like the conversations they have, they're all very sort of stilted and sort of short. And initially I thought they're not very speaking very naturally to one another, but then you realize, well, that's sort of how the, the films. Yeah. It's got, cause everyone does brains. it. It works. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very, it's a very eighties sort of thing, isn't it? It's very sort of, 
know what the yeah. word for it is. It's that kind of like detached sort of. Um, I don't know. Oh, I can't think of the words. It's too late. <laughs> anyway, I liked it. <laughs> that would do. It's fine where it is. They, it was like you yeah. say. It was a strong week. Starship Troopers is an amazing film, true too. So you know, I'm not going to be upset with that. Cool. Brilliant. So we're done. So there's a new top five. Let's do top six. Number six, The Fly. Number five, Starship Troopers. Number four, Ghost in the Shell. The nice 95 version. Number three, <laughs> Jurassic Park. Number two, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. And number one is still Aliens. At the bottom, unfortunately, A Scanner Darkly is still sat at 24. Uh, with Universal Soldier and Safe Not Guaranteed rounding out the bottom three. Thus ends this week's rankings. Um, let's do some plugging no let's not first of all let's what's the theme of next week we have a new one correspondence correspondence I don't think we have is everyone better getting watching reading or listening we have have had I I have had correspondence but not really stuff that is interested with the people (laughs) not related to the podcast (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) don't just want to know about your bank statement or your normal emails I had an email about penis enlargement (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's a sale at Burton's, apparently. That's what I heard. Um, yeah. No, a few people have got in touch to say they're enjoying it, which is good. Um, and I hope more people carry on enjoying it. Yeah. If you want to talk to us, uh, email us about the list or you have any suggestions for themes we can do, anything like that, uh, mail at sciencefictionratingsystem.com is where to get in touch. Or at SF Rating System on Twitter. Or you can go to uh, sciencefictionratingsystem.com where there's a little contact form somewhere. Um, next week we are actually genuinely going to be going next week normally I say next week it's two weeks but no <laughs> next next week there will be a podcast we are switching to a weekly format as a test um, where we're going to um, sort of we're going to reveal what the films will be next week so we're not going to tell you now what the, theme, the films are that's for you to decide and guess and tell us what you think we should be doing so uh, Chris what is the theme for next week um, should I know this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, what is the theme for next week? Prequels <laughs> to link in with the uh, Alien Covenant coming out. Yeah, so Alien Covenant is out. We'll be out by the time we get around to this. So we're going to look at three other prequels. 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 Um, and we won't see what they are. So you've got a week to sort of give us give your, your prequels. Yes. Yeah, suggest. And then... The week after, we all reveal what they are, talk a little bit about them, and then go a away week and watch to watch them. them yeah, and a week they to might watch actually them. come up with some better ones than what we've potentially come <laughs> up with, right? Yeah, maybe they might might do. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's a bit different, but hopefully it'll work out. It's basically in keep something coming each week, as we're told. That's what you need to do a drip in this feed. line of work. Yes. Does anyone else uh, listen to any podcasts? Do you no, I listen to loads. Yeah. What what do you listen to? The sci-fi ones. Uh, Any sci-fi ones? Or? I, I yeah, I listen to uh, Geek's Guide to the Galaxy occasionally, which okay. is like a, a wired one. Um, I was listening to, talk- to uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. What's the next conversation? And they're watching every episode of The Next Generation. Oh, I wanted to do that. That was my idea. And uh, as well. they're it's been done. They're on, you could get in on the ground floor on this because they're only on like episode ten or something. Oh, I've listened to that. It's good. Yeah, I went to that. Um, um, well, I don't think any of the science fiction ones. I don't think. Um, no, no, not really. Okay. That yeah, 
Anything about you, Alex? Any podcasts no, your way? I'm too busy right. watching these films every week. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a creator. Yeah, and watching you, horror films. Yeah. I've got. I'm watching horror That's films. True, yeah. I'm watching science fiction films. I don't have any other time. <laughs> Speaking of horror films, well, you had two birds with one stone with these. This well, week. yeah, That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, exactly. Have you reviewed it for your site? Or? I don't know if we did the fly. I think we did. We've done a hell of a lot of Cronenberg. So if we get, hopefully, we're going to get to Scanners. I would like to do Scanners. I would like to do. Uh... What about Existence? Existence is paused. Um, <laughs> I like Existence. Is pretty. F- I saw it drunk, so I'd like to see it again. To be honest, such a weird film. That yeah, is. <laughs> I just like that bit where he yells Existence is paused. Um, and obviously, I love his bone gun. Like the oh, bone yeah. gun thing they have. Yeah, video drone. Video drone's amazing. We should do that yes. at some point. Yeah. That's you know, video. didn't you know the saying "Be afraid, be very afraid." Was that oh, invented yeah. for the fly? I that when that. people say it's to an, you, yeah, it's be a afraid, line from be the fly, isn't afraid. it? Yeah, yeah. it's on the t- on the posters. It's right, on the poster, yeah. but I don't. Yeah, was, I that, was, was that invented by that? You know, it's like yeah, that uh, Richard Lewis thing where he goes, uh, he invented the, you know, the. What did <laughs> he say? He invented. Oh, what is that term? The, um, I can't remember. <laughs> the the weird thing I read about that is, do you, you know how what he Seth Brundle wears and he makes a thing yeah. says a thing about um, Albert Einstein always wore the same outfit all the time. Yeah. So and I was looking at that outfit and I was thinking that yeah. outfit looks quite familiar to me, really weirdly. Yeah, yeah. And I, when I was looking up for this, his outfit is extremely similar to Mr. Bean's outfit. Yeah. And then also <laughs> even weirder is the first Mr. Bean film. The tagline was "Be afraid, be very afraid." He's got a passport. So ah, did they oh, know right. that? Did they know that they were doing that? Was it yeah, yeah, deliberate maybe. or not? Like it's kind of weird, isn't it? So, and yeah. also, I thought, right, if the machine, I thought that the joke was going to be because I completely forgot I'd seen this film. I forgot everything about it. I thought he had all them suits and shoes in his wardrobe. I thought, oh, he's using the tra- telesport teleporter to make facsimiles of his clothes, <laughs> so he doesn't have to buy any, save money. <laughs> then I realised the machine doesn't work like that, does it? Because it destroys no, the no, original no. one and just yeah. copies. <laughs> like if he if he had to. He'd have actually made something useful. Yeah, replicator. Because <laughs> that would get rid of, like, you know, poverty yeah. and all sorts. Yeah. Um, the Richard Lewis phrase, Chris, was yeah. the blank from hell. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. something to do with hell. Um, he's actually... The Yale Book of Quotations actually does attribute that to Richard Lewis. Are we talking about Be Afraid? Or... <laughs> no, no, the blank from <laughs> yeah. hell in real is life. It, yeah, it, yeah. But apparently it's, a it, lot, it's not, not true anyway. What so. does it say about Be Afraid, Be Very Afraid? Shall I have a look? I yeah. think it's from this. I think it's... Unless it's in the original... No, I think it's in this. It, yeah. I, I, it would make sense if it's on the poster, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, let's have a look. But I forgot it was a line. I remembered it as a yeah as a tagline, but not an actual line that she says. Yes, it is. It originates from the film The Fly, yeah. There's a bit of a trope, you know, when like people get acquire superpowers in films? Mm-hmm. The first thing they do is they go out in the town and go into like a dive bar... Yes, yeah. <laughs> and there's always one guy. Yeah. <laughs> and like they Terminator turn the jukebox on yeah. to a song that they want, and then yeah. they start frackars frac- oh, with people. This, yeah. this is silly. <laughs> people should realise in bars, if someone comes in and challenges you to anything and looks like they can't yeah. beat you, they definitely can beat you. Yeah, yeah. 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 And their skin is falling off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're just wearing a jacket and no shirt underneath. Yeah. Or they're wearing glasses and they're really Superman. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right, let's do some plugs. Chris, where are you? What are you doing? Um, I'm in London. I'm just doing this at the moment. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Redding, Twitter, Instagram, all that. 
I don't Alex? think I've got anything out at the moment. I made a little short film two weeks ago, but yeah, that's not really. Fingers crossed for it, though. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm at love, love Horror, lovehorror.com, uh, and Love Horror on Facebook and Twitter. Cool. I am Will the Robot on Twitter, uh, samdraper.net for <laughs> all the music in this show. EP coming soon. Good music. Yeah. yeah. We just need to Thanks. do a music video, I've decided, the three of us. That'd be good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like the time machine. I've got all that, all that shit oh, yeah, yeah, left yeah. over from my other films that we can use. <laughs> Frobo, I have to get on that. Yeah. Um, okay, thanks, guys. Uh, remember, prequels next time. Peace. Uh, get thinking, and we'll see you all in a week. Bye. Good night. Bye. Cheerio. Bye.